This is the Gary V Audio Experience. All right, Gary, man. Um, here's the thing. I uh, I retired from playing ball like in 2008, right? Oh, uh, 2018. And um, one thing about it, man, uh, like I feel like a lot of guys get a no, like no judging, but like I don't want to get on here to try to like prove that I'm cool or prove that, you know, people, you know, should, should rock with me. I feel like, I mean, that's me in the nature. Um, you have a great but, personality. Thanks, man. Thanks. Um, but what I what I've been struggling with uh, since I retired, man, I like I've I've always been an entrepreneur by heart. Like even my playing career, man. If you if you found out how I started playing, you wouldn't believe it, brother. It's just it's a crazy story. Um, you, hu- you hustled it. Yeah, man. I uh, literally I was working at I was going to twenty four hour fitness training with some friends, um, and I wanted to play pro. I had a guy that was playing in Turkey, making crazy money, but I love the game. I always wanted to prove to, like, my coaches, everyone. Because I was, like, a mid-level player, man. I never, I didn't play at a big school. I just had the chip on my shoulder. Like, you know, I played at a D3 in Texas. But I'm like, I'm going pro. I, I, I wanted to make this just because I love to play. And, um, man, I was working, and a guy came in, played baseball, but he came in with, like, his friend, a nice chick, and by the end of the conversation, man, I was just, he was actually like, dude, you big. What are you doing working at a restaurant? What are you doing working at a steakhouse? And I was like, I got good personality, man, and I like wine. Uh, so I ended up, you know, waiting on him, man, and this was actually my last, like, straw, basically. I had spilled some, um, it just, it wasn't going well at this place. <laughs> it was just like out of there, man. Bro. <laughs> There's nothing that fires me up more than hearing I spilled some. I get yeah. it. Bro. I love it. Keep going. And this is like high quality steakhouse, man. Yeah, so I'm like, you were about Damn. to go. That manager was kicking you out. For sure. For sure. I got it. Man, but at the end of the night, the last table guy came in. Um, you know, just real cool guy, man. I told him I was, I was actually working to save up money to go to a camp in Serbia um, just to give myself a shot. I heard about this camp. I'm, you know, I was like, let me get out the bucket. Because- because at that point, you knew that Europe overseas had some money and that was more likely to be where you were going to play. It, it just was like I, I did the D-League, tried the D-League route. Yep, um, yep, yep. I, I heard it was just, I mean, at the end of the, like, literally, Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse was a coach at the RGV Vipers at the time. And he sat me down and he, he was real with me. He was like, listen, your talent level can be X amount, but you have high-level guys. I think it was Chris Lofton on the board. You have all these names that I have to sell to these guys above me while we should take them. So no matter what your talent level is, these guys are going to stand out more. I got it. I said, okay, I get it. I literally, I took a bus from Houston down to the Valley. My agent called me. It's like, they want you to work out tomorrow. I did that like in a day just because I love the game. I love to play. Um, but yeah, man, I, I met him and by the end of the dinner, man, the guy was just like, he wrote me a check for like 900 bucks to buy my plane ticket. I had already made enough to pay, uh, pay for the camp. So went over there, man, killed it. And, you know, kind of the rest was history, man. So had play? a, I played I played in Germany, Saudi Arabia, um, Cyprus, you know, Mexico, you know, basically got that. a chance That's to play awesome. all over, man. Good for you, and bro. Definitely. Got to see the world, got to play yeah. the game. Good for you, man. I'll okay. tell you my first my Wait. first gig, I made probably about the entire season, probably about 600 euros. I get it. 
Like it's a grind, bro. It's a grind. I love when it, you love though, man. When you love something, yeah, I get it, my man. Okay, what can I answer before I bounce? So, so basically, what I'm trying to figure out, man, I, I'm I'm getting stuck between. I tried so many different things. I went to the car business. I did really well in that. Moved up into finance because I know I need money, and I know I'm, I'm always motivated by that. So what I'm I'm getting stuck between. I want to continue that aspect. I started a trucking company, um, and I've been doing that. And at the same time, I teach, like I train and I teach kids. So I love to do both, man. But what I'm stuck between is trying to figure that out, trying to figure out how can I, you know, build my business, my trucking company. And at the same time, give the game back because that gives me like the joy. So you're caught between happiness and cash. That's what's happening. Like you're, you've got the business because that's what you, you get it. You got your life. You got a lifestyle you want to live, but it, the game's so deep in your soul and you want to give back and do that but the money is not as much there right a couple things to think about are you the only business owner uh of the trucking or is it part is a partnership no it's just me right now you might want to consider one of the things i see in these scenarios is you might want to bring in somebody who and give them 30 percent of the business they have to earn into it you give them five points every year for six years but she or he could run that business. All of a sudden, you got somebody who gives a f- about the business because they got nothing. Now they're coming up and they're going to work hard to get to that 30% ownership. Somebody you know, somebody you get to know, maybe an employee, a manager, you know, what, what have you, which then allows you to actually go all in. I'll be honest with you, with this level of charisma and swag and looks, I think you could be, I think you could be, I think you could really build a basketball academy virtual business where you're training individual kids. But then like, like we all grew up with the BHS tapes on cable. You can now be doing that as a class online and people are, you know, paying 19 bucks a month to get the content and to get three hours with you in a Zoom. I'm really pushing people heavy on these Zoom and Google Hangouts. You could have 100 people a night in a Zoom, three hours worth of questions, do that two nights a week. I mean, there's there's a lot of opportunity for somebody with this kind of personality trait and this kind of passion. I'm convinced, by the way, Craig, this is on some real, I'm convinced you would make more money in the basketball thing than the trucking company. It's just that you have to deploy massive humility for seven years. What do you mean by that? Just get not, into it. You're not going to make as much money the first seven <laughs> years, but by year eight, you'll make more. So your lifestyle adjustments would have to map that because you don't give a f- about the trucking. You're making the ROI, the money, and I respect that. But I really, really think you got to look at monetizing the basketball thing, one-on-one training and virtual content. I think you could build a real business. So here's my only hiccup on that. And I, I agree with that. Go ahead. My my daughter, like I have yeah. a daughter. Okay. Uh, and I, I have a family. So yes. I, the, I took a backseat, like literally, like I took the Kobe approach. I read an interview with Kobe was like, you know, he felt like he was, he can make, you know, bounds over other guys when he first came in league because he didn't have a family. He didn't, he didn't have to obligate that time to do it. So for me, it's like, I literally, man, that's what I adapted. When it came to, I was in a gym eight hours a day. I knew yep. I was not naturally good enough. So I wanted to work harder and get better and get become like a perfectionist actually like learn the craft like the movements everything so that you know that takes time that's how i am when it comes to everything when it comes to business now i adapt with that i feel like if i want to blow it up i know what i have to do i have to really lock in and knock it out 
Good. So sometimes it feels like, how do you spread your, if you're a perfectionist on both sides, like, like, how do you make that happen? By starting the process to not judge yourself. You got to get perfectionism is, it's fear. It's a disguise. People use it as a disguise, bro. Perfectionism is an excuse. Hmm. I'm telling you it is. Perfectionism is insecurity with lipstick on. Don't judge yourself. If you if you if you're in the gym all day and you got hot and you figured something out and you came late and you missed that dinner, that's just one dinner. Make it up next week. Make it up next week. Take her for a walk. Spend the whole day with her. Like everybody is making it like everyone's judging themselves. Yeah. Don't judge yourself in a day. Judge yourself in a life. I got you, bro. Hey, you're my big brother. I mean, I, I know you, you <laughs> might not know it, man, but like you're my big brother. Like, I listen to Jeezy like every day, and I hear your voice started, and it just like pushes me, man. Like I appreciate like, it. I, I appreciate promise, it, man. Thank, Thank you, man. Guy. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a huge shout out to the people. You know, it's so funny. People that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness. Uh, I'm gonna have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So take it away, which were our favorites this week? Thanks so much, Gary. Today's amazing five-star review reads, thank you for keeping my mind out of the narrow zone. Listening to your podcast always challenges me to be more of my authentic self. As I listen, I catch myself smiling and shaking my head because of how amazing you are. Thanks for your humility, Jasmine Springwater. Thank you so much, Jasmine, for that kind review. And to anybody else listening out there, if you leave us a review, you might just get shouted out in the next episode.